Good morning. It's good to see you all here on this beautiful summer morning. Today I'd like to talk about the union, the practice of one Buddhism. The you means to exist or to be there. Nyam means mind or thought. So union, the pronunciation is a little difficult, right? So you can follow me. Union. Great. So union literally means that your mind is present. So if you do something with union, it means that you do it with your mind aware and present. In other words, it means when you do things, they are done consciously and mindfully, especially when you make a choice in action. Our mind is not often where our body is. It is like our mind is floating around here and there. So while our body is engaged in an activity, our mind may be somewhere else. Here is an example. The minister's residence has a door lock with a keypad. So each time I enter the building, I must push the six keys of different numbers. So since it was last year that we installed the keypad, so it must be hundreds of times that I pushed the button, the same serial uh, numbers. But recently, when I, when I had to give the numbers to our visiting Gyomunim, I gave her a totally different numbers. <laughs> my finger remembers the numbers, <laughs> but my mind does not. So I was just pushing the numbers on autopilot. So doing things on autopilot is not always a bad thing. So our brain, actually our brain likes to run on an automatic decision-making gear because it saves mental energy. So as a result, pretty much a large part of our day is on repeat or autopilot. So we handle our every, everyday affairs such as driving home, wearing and taking off your clothes, eating, and washing your dishes, etc. We do those things in nearly the same manner. When this automatic feature is used in other areas of our life, they need even more forethought. It will be a real problem. So if you live your life just on autopilot every day, taking action without thinking, what would your life look like? First, your life would be very boring because there's nothing you're, you're really looking forward to. Second, there will be many chances that you make mistakes. You may hurt your beloved ones with your habitual 
language and behaviors. And you may be forgetful in chores you have to remember. To me, it's cell phones. <laughs> so ministers, Wonderma Center, they are very used to finding my cell phone <laughs> and give it to me <laughs> because I often forget where I put the cell phone. In another example, last week I had to give a couple of bucks to Reverend Park. So I put the cash in my bag, mindfully. But I kept forgetting to give it to him. So I encountered Reverend Park several times a day in the dining hall and in the office. He worked in the same office, you know. But I forgot about the money over and over for almost a week until I finally remembered it. It was because even though I was mindful to put the money in my bag, I did not have the thought of giving him the money when I meet him. So if you are not mindful, it may make all your previous effort in vain. Thirdly, if your life is just on autopilot, you would not let go of things that are better let go of. For example, bad habits, toxic people. Just because they are around you and it's easier to stay with them. And you're not going to make meaningful progress toward your goals as each day goes by. So from simple tasks such as returning money to your friend to much more complicated work such as becoming successful in work and having a good relationship with your spouse and um, your coworkers, there's nothing that you can achieve without union, mindful action. The purpose of union practice is to become mindful of everything we do. So we can see with mindfulness, we can listen with mindfulness, and we speak with mindfulness, we act with mindfulness, and even take a rest with mindfulness. Do you feel this practice is too much for you? doing everything with mindfulness? Do you feel, no, it's too much and it's not really for me? <laughs> Where can we start this practice? To practice union, you can start with our daily activities. So for example, when we wake up in the morning, how do you get up? How is your typical morning? So to, to get up with union is like this. So rather than getting up in a hurry and pushing the alarm button and taking actions on autopilot, we can wake up and do some you know, nice stretching in the bed. You can put your mind together, get up and make your bed. 
Can you picture yourself doing your daily activities in this kind of in a mindful manner? And when you practice meditation, you meditate with your full mind. It is possible that you are not actually doing meditation, even though you are sitting on the cushion with your back nice and straight and close your eyes. You just guess how I know this. And when you make four bows, your mind as well as your body is fully engaged in bowing. When we clean our room, we clean the room, not just get the job done. So when you do things with union, your mind is in the present moment from the beginning till the end. To think about how you breathe when you practice meditation. We try to be aware of our breathing from the beginning of inhalation until the end of our exhalation. But it's not easy. So from the morning till the evening, practice living our day in this manner. In each and everything you do, try to do it with a calm mind, not a haste mind or an angry mind or a lazy mind or even a mind that is occupied with some other thought. This is how to cultivate and manifest your Buddha nature in your life. Our Buddha nature, or our true mind, or our original mind, whatever you may call it, is represented in the circle image here. This is called Ilwan Sang, which is chanted Ilwan Sang Vao. This represents our true Buddha nature within us. And it, it is described as perfect, complete, utterly impartial, and selfless. This is, my, this is the mind that is innate within all of us. So I don't see it as something transcendental or a special state that we can only experience after long, long meditation. Our original mind may seem just ordinary. And when it manifests in our daily life, it may seem very common and something just normal. Ordinary mind is the way. So as you may have noticed, yu nyom is translated into mindfulness in the scripture, the red covered book. But the reason I keep using the original Korean word union instead of mindfulness today is because union means more than the present moment awareness. More precisely, union means 
making a conscious choice in action. So let me introduce how Master Chung San, the second Hedharma master of One Buddhism, explained union. Union is right action with the right judgment based on innate wisdom. This kind of actions occur during a state free from attachment. In this way, the mind finds the most suitable way harboring no thought. Again, Union is taking action right out of inborn sense of judgment without attachment. Unmindfulness or heedlessness, he said, is behaving from a deluded mind, a state full of attachment. This mind, harboring unnecessary thoughts, does not know how to take suitable and right action. From his definition of union, we can see the idea is more about taking the right action rather than simply being in a certain state of mind. Here comes the number one statement of one Buddhist practice. In all your activities, be heedful to make choices with sound thought. To practice union, the one Buddhist mindfulness practice, so keep this phrase in mind continuously from the morning till the end of the day. And check your mind according to this phrase as you make any kind of choice and action. Let me repeat this phrase. In all your activities, be heedful to make choices with sound As I just said, you can start this practice from a simple, um, a small morning routine. But ultimately, it comes down to habit. Habits are what prevent you from acting consciously. We all have certain situations where we easily you know, become reactive. So take time to think about it. Is there any habit you've been often feeling you need to change? You can pick one or two, but no more than three. It's too many to work on at the same time. Then instead of trying hard to be mindful for 24 hours, you can simply focus on the items that you selected. And even though you practice union with uh, a few items, it eventually affects the other areas of your life. And you will become more mindful in general. To find your habitual pattern to work on, observe yourself and find things within you which most prevent you from having a better life. 
you can ask yourself this way. When do I become easily upset or disturbed? So it can be a specific person, the close person to you, or a specific situation. And second, what are the things to which I am attached to? Maybe too much. Depending on the person, it can be alcohol, gambling, shopping, work, career, smartphone, food, YouTube, and so forth. Do you have something in your mind? The third question that you can ask to yourself. So which tendencies in my character bring about negative effect on relationship or work? These are less noticeable than alcohol or gambling or shopping. So they may be more difficult to become aware of or spot. For example, the tendencies such as procrastination or speaking in a non-productive way such as complaining all the time or enjoy gossiping, things like that. Finding your own union practice item is very important work, and it takes time. This needs to be updated from time to time as the insight and the understanding that you have toward yourself grow. If you have chosen your union practice item, then write it down. Put it on paper. Record your daily practice and keep track and review it. And lastly, I want to say something very important in union practice. Actually, this is what motivated me to choose this topic for today's Dharma talk. We are not our habits or emotions. So we are all Buddhas. When we say we are all Buddhas, it means our mind is so reasonably like this Ilwan song. Perfect, complete, oral, impartial, and selfless. We already have equanimity, wisdom, and righteousness, and all other wonderful qualities that we uh, want to cultivate. We already have those within us. They are just waiting for us to shed the light of our consciousness on them. Ironically, if we only try to track our habits and focus on the bad habits that we want to change, then we may forget that we are already Buddha.
in checking your habits and tracking them, they could be something just habitual if you forget this most important truth. So remind yourself of this every day. So recently I felt a little, just a little down without um, any specific reason. I just felt things were just less fun. And I was not motivated or inspired by my practice as I was before. And I felt I was only chanting Namo Amitabhu with my mouth, not feeling anything. And I know we can't always be passionate about our practice or even toward our beloved ones, right? We can be always maintain the same passion. We all have ups and downs. So I did not worry that much, but it was not that fun to feel this way, you know. And then one day I realized that I had somehow forgotten the existence of Buddha within me. So to restore the Buddha nature within you, you must know how it feels to be a Buddha. then how can you know how it feels to be a Buddha? We are not enlightened yet, right? Then how can you know how it feels to be a Buddha? There is famous poem, the title is The Flower, it's a Korean poem. It's written by Kim Chun-su, the famous poet. So let me introduce the most famous lines. You might think it's a little cheesy, but um, <laughs> this just came up in my mind right before uh, the service. Until I spoke his name, he had been no more than a gesture. When I spoke his name, he came to me and became a flower. So to meet the Buddha within you, to feel the Buddha within you, you can just call the name of your Buddha. Just chant it Namo Amitabha and just sit with it. Because it's already there within you. At the moment you you think of it, and feel it, then it will be with you. So as you start the day, take a seat and sit quietly for a while. You're feeling the Buddha within. If you practice meditation regularly, then you may visualize the circle image. This is actually uh, what Mr. Chongsan also recommended visualization of Ilwansang, the image of big circle in your heart. And just sit with it for a while. Or you may silently say a few words which describe your Buddha nature in your own 
personal language that resonate you. So start the day by celebrating your true self. So if you can take a few more minutes to write down your thoughts that you want to be mindful of throughout the day, then it will be much more powerful. Then get up. Live your day with union. Live your day with mindfulness. From the morning till the end of the day. And review your your practice at night. This is how we can celebrate and manifest the Buddha nature within us every day in our daily life. So let's celebrate our Buddha nature within. Thank you.